Okay, well, this is happening. It's sad to me that women should feel bad about wanting to have a fuckboy. It's, it's like taking the nicest poop you've had and putting it back in. Sit on my face. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I may or may not have daddy issues. <laughs> but we have mommy issues. I am a unique man. And I deserve nothing but the best. Welcome to Men and Women by Men Who Don't Know Women. I am Adam. And I am John. And in this episode is a follow-up to our first part episode of Jen is Getting a Divorce. I would say this episode is much more in-depth than this one. It is definitely a more intense episode. It is a... It's... Definitely, I, I suggest if you haven't listened to our first part, please listen to our first part episode of Jenga is Getting Divorced Part 1. Now, you know, I apologize for being a bit more silly again, but uh, John takes the helm and, and really leads this one a little further on that. So, uh, Yeah, and uh, we, we really enjoyed talking with Jen. This one gets a little bit more into her marriage uh, having a mental illness and being in a relationship and basically what eventually uh, she did to leave her husband. Um, so yeah, th- this, this one's awesome, but if you have any feedback for about the episode or about the show, uh, reach out to us uh, by email. We're at don'tknowwomen at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter. We're at don'tknowwomen. Uh, the music for this episode is by the band Brushes. They're a new band out of D- uh, Washington, D.C. They're great. Uh, go check them out. I'll put a link to them in our description. And if you have any music that you'd like played on the show, uh, please send it to us, you know, don'tknowwomen at gmail.com, and we'd love to play your stuff. Um, and we are also now on iTunes, so please subscribe, uh, leave a rating and a review. That would be exciting extremely helpful to us so yeah if you like the show uh share it with anybody uh, we would extremely appreciate it so uh thank you very much for any support and um we hope you enjoy the show I've always wanted to live in the city, but there were points in time when we were contemplating children and we didn't want to, we didn't want to like move somewhere where it wouldn't have like a good school system and wouldn't have like time to play around. Not that kids ever do that. They're always on their fucking phone. So it's like, I didn't really know what to do other than just follow what was happening. We lived in Gloucester for a while. We lived in Peabody for a while. We lived in Danvers. Mm -hmm. Did you own no, we only rented. We had a beautiful townhouse, though. Beautiful, amazing townhouse just to ourselves. It was our first place all by ourselves. Uh, we were married and had roommates for a while. Classy. Yeah. Well, that's amazing that you just moved to the city. I was like, fuck it. I just moved in with three girls I've never met. I'd never met them before. Uh, and so they are hot. one. How is that hot? That's not hot at all unless we're all sleeping in the same bed 
large with, Austin Powers style bed with rotating exactly what we were talking about before, playing pillow fights and matching lingerie. You don't? No. If you're all sleeping in the same bed with really heavy comforters, so it's like just really like, hot, really hot. Like yeah. stuffy. Yeah, yeah. And like the heat's turned up really high. Yeah, yeah. I, I would say yeah, the furnace is broken. That's what I assumed you were talking about. My furnace was actually broken the first night, so I called up an old hookup from when I was actually not with my ex in the beginning like, of the year. Let's, let's rub some sticks together. And I was like, hey, I'm really cold. Can I come over? And that was the last time that I had had sex until Italian, Italian man. Yeah. Ah, nice. My first night, nice. my first night moved in. So I spent nice. the entirety of being in Boston with no sexual intercourse. Ah. I'm not going to say there's no, nothing else, but. Right. Yeah. You're fooling. Maybe you're fooling. Yeah. You, you, you fool around with some people. Yeah. Get it, but you didn't get, didn't get, you know. Didn't get the seal to deal. Yeah. Uh, so like, how, how did you, did you, did you have doubts when you were like, I'm moving into a new city with three people I didn't know. Like, are you are you doubting your like? Are, are, do, are you having doubts along that process tons, too? Tons yeah. of doubts. I was so scared. I like I didn't know what to do. I I was just like, why? I couldn't actually pack until the day I moved. Huh. I didn't pack anything until the day I moved. And then I took a bunch of fucking trash bags and stuffed them full. And I moved just trash bags and large items. You know what that sounds like? That sounds like the mania you were describing earlier. You're making you're making decisions right on the fly, like yeah. not packing. That's not crazy. Packing. I know inefficient that is. No, but that's the weird part. That's the fucking. That's the... that to me makes the most sense. Oh my god, that would make me so angry. That's not. That would make me so angry. Why? To the day you. What it's if not, you forget it's only things? Me. It's only me. What There's you, a, you know how much stuff is still there? Tons. Tons of stuff is still there. Yeah, because you packed the day of. <laughs> yeah, did you bring a toothbrush? That, I didn't. I actually. packed the day of a, of a, of a two-week vacation and I forgot half the things I wanted. But but that makes so... Again, that makes sense to me, too. I couldn't it's do like, it. It was all anxiety. I swear to God. It's so nervous. Yeah. No, I don't... See, I... Oh, I yeah, totally agree. I, yeah. And again, it's like... I say that. That's, oh, that's, that's, the, that's the weird... Um, Part One of my good is, friends actually helped me pack, uh, helped me pack. He came over and he's like, "Oh my god, you have nothing packed." And I was like, "What do I do?" I was so like, "I don't know what to do." He's like, "We got to fucking pack." So it's like eight in the morning and we're like shoving stuff into. He's like, and then we're like looking was, at books. Was and your husband there? No, he made sure that he was not there the day that I moved out. That was nice of him. It was more for him. Oh, how <laughs> long after you broke the news for like? For like the actual time, I moved out on the seventeenth of October. And you broke the news on the the thirtieth of September. Almost a few weeks. Just yeah, a couple, I couple. actually, it's really bad. I actually this time because I really wanted it to stick. I planned it all ahead of time, so I was being, I was not playing the part. That's a poor choice of words, but it kind of isn't at the same time. I was kind of just going along with the status quo yeah, of you, the relationship. You were, you were doing the motions. I was repeating the words because it was just, it was a lot of constant, I love you. Like there's a lot of constant in the relationship. There's a lot of saying that. Right. And I wasn't going to be like, huh, and not say it. And cause I, it was very important that I got to leave. So mm-hmm. I planned the move. I, I actually talked to my therapist, my psychiatrist and my father before I did anything um, to be like, how do you feel about my mental stability? How do you feel? Because I need to know that I'm okay. What did they tell you? They said, you're okay. And I was like, they're like, we, it's kind of a rash decision, but you're definitely okay. You're not manic. Um, you're not hypomanic. You're 
you're maybe a little depressed. And I was, I had the worst summer ever. I slept the entire time and I couldn't do anything, not even watch TV. Uh, what did anything in particular bring that going on? back to my relationship? Oh, oh, if that's if that's not a fucking clear sign, yeah. right? Wow, huh? You a fucking crazy depression, right? When you go back to the, yeah. huh, I want that's that's strange. It was absolutely <laughs> horrific. And um, do you think it was because of the it was bad weather in the summer? It, there wasn't great weather this year, but I that's I don't think that that was relevant. Was that didn't really correlate. Yeah, yeah. seasonal affective disorder. No, that that doesn't check no. out. Huh? Uh, you think it was a relationship? Huh? Yeah, probably. This is the truth about the decision because the decision was more. It was an immediate thing, even though it was it was creeping. Like it was definitely something that was weighing on me, and it was something that was in my head. But I had to be like, it's not there. I don't agree with this because it's not a real thought. I don't trust myself because I had just admitted to him back in April or May when I went back. It was May. And um, I basically was like, okay, you're right. This was wrong. I didn't feel this way. We're going to go back and we're going to fix this. So when I did that, it was right after the wedding that I was telling you about that we both went to because I was separate. And all my friends saw that I was apart and happy and doing really well, supposedly, but I hadn't moved out yet. Right. So we got back together and they were all disappointed, like I said. Mm-hmm. So my f- best friend who got married came up from South Carolina. She lives in South Carolina. Mm-hmm. So she came up and she was visiting for one day. So I was like, absolutely, I'll meet you. So I met with her and I had the whole time I was coming from work to meet with her. I was like, I'm okay. Everything's good. I'm happy. Everything's good. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. Like just repeating to myself just to like make sure that I was ready to answer the questions that right. were going to happen. Yeah. Like there was no, like that was the questions like, were You coming. were literally like saying them out loud yes. to yourself, like practice, like yes, an actor. I was like, I'm okay. Everything is fine. I'm happy. This is the decision that I made. This is the correct decision. So I go over to her parents' house where she's staying and we're talking and she finally asks, so how about you and, you know, your husband? And I was like, I'm miserable. It was just like instant. And it wasn't like, cause I don't, I thought that I could pull it off. I thought that I could just say that I was okay and everything would be okay. But she's like, okay, we're going to Kowloon's. We're getting some drinks and we're going to talk <laughs> about this. So, so we went out for Chinese food and had some scorpion bowls and, we talked about what my plans were going to be. And that included telling those people to make sure that my mental stability was confirmed. Mm-hmm. Um, it included that I was going to find um, a place before I, or at least go see a couple places before right. I dropped the bomb. Get, right. Yeah. Get the ball rolling before yeah, you're get like, it going. yeah. And um, I would not tell him about any extracurriculars that I had, any people that I saw. Because the last time I told, I was very honest and open about it because I am about most things just in my life. Mm-hmm. And uh, that proved to be a mistake. It was all ammunition to bring to my doctors. So. Uh, That's yeah. so hard that, uh, that that somebody in your life had your doctor's ears that much. Yeah. Especially somebody. He's, very conv- they- he's extremely convincing, very manipulative. I don't think he means to be, but he is. He, he can talk his way out of a paper bag, I'm telling you. Yeah. Oh, and like you were saying, that's a like, good thing to have because people get stuck in fear bags. 
It's so like in an RPG, his charisma is a 10. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I like that one. Yeah. But like, yeah, I'm, yeah, fuck. I'm, like, I'm so sorry that like you had to like... Yeah, you should be. That you were forced to write. Yeah, I, yeah this is all your fault. Spoiler alert, I'm the husband. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, uh, no but seriously, like, I, like that's that's so. And again, like you, you were, you were pushed to, to go about it that way, and like that just fucking sucks that you had to, you know, because like you're saying, like you, di- like it really. You, 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 like, you were, you know, so many times. Uh, mm-hmm. you, you were saying like you were, you were fucking trapped in this. Like no matter what you did, you would use it as ammunition. That's not even to- the worst thing I did to try to leave. There, what there, was the worst thing you did to try to leave? <laughs> I, I do fully believe that I had a little bit of an episode for because episodes are really long. They're about like they're like three months to two years. So okay, so they're a long time. So this one was about a year and a half, and I started hooking up and sleeping with all of his friends. <laughs> so what do you mean all of them? Pretty much all of them. Pretty Every... much all of them. No way. All yeah. of them? How many? Not at the same time. Well no, I know that. No, I, well you you made that clear that you're not down uh, with it. Yeah. I would probably say about <laughs> six, seven people. Okay. Whoa, yeah, six wow. Seven to seven of his friends. Yeah, so you had sex f- with his entire support. No, group. I didn't have complete sex with most of them, but I did have sex with some of them. That's a okay. formidable amount of his friends. Yeah. Yeah. I actually that could be the wrong number. I'd ha- I just I'd have to look at it in case ever someone was like, No, I know how many people you did, and I don't think that's how many people it was. But it's I'm gonna say it's six or seven. Six or seven. We'll okay. go, we yeah. can go with that. Yeah. All right. These are terrible people. Like that. That was. Yeah, they're this. terrible friends. Yeah, I know. It's. <sighs> Horrible friends. I know. I actually had like a little bit of a double life going on when it was happening. I mean, this the only reason why I say this is probably an episode is because I had bright, bright, bright red hair. I was feeling f- like on a cloud. I was very happy. Everything was good. And I was having a secret fucking life where I was literally seeing people and even telling him that I was going to see people that we were just friends and actually having like some sexual contact with them and he didn't get it he asked and i was like no was the ah. was like the the dirtiness behind the back something that kind of attracted you to the situation um it was con- no i i had literally thought that it was acceptable you thought it was, it was totally fine because i thought about the fact that i allowed him to have sex with women and oh that, whoa hold yeah. on hold on you could fuck women without you there i didn't i don't mind but he wouldn't let he wouldn't I'm going to be really honest with you guys, and I really need to make sure that this is – I'm not being mean. I don't think that he would really be someone who would be able to get a lot of women. Okay. That's so is that that's your totally life? Uh, no, that's, that's not, that's not to be yeah. mean. There's nothing mean about that at all. That's just – that's your assessment. Totally. That is, and, and while he is a good person, I don't think that he has that kind of a draw it's, and I, yeah. I am quite sexual and I have, like I said, I have a reputation, but it's, it's also the fact that I am also pretty manipulative and can kind of get people to think what I want them to think. And when I tell them that I have, I can't let anyone know about this, but this is something that's totally okay with my, with my husband. And they're like, okay. Cause they're about to get their dick sucked. So of course they're going to be like, yeah, this oh, is yeah. yeah, like this is fine. Okay, I'd agree yeah. to some weird shit if every time somebody was gonna suck my dick, asked me to do something weird. Even if I'd be like, like, 
Yeah, all right. Yeah, sure. I got to kill my mom. Well, if you're, you're going to suck my dick, right? This is <laughs> even, even if they have that. I'll, I'll consider that later, but yeah, let's let's get this done. Even if they have the moment of like, I don't know if that story checks out. I'm like, oh, your mouth's on my dick. Well, okay, what well, doesn't matter? Fuck it. It's it's pretty it's pretty close to that. It's, yeah. uh, my husband's cool with this. Just don't tell him. Remember that person okay. I told you about the fact that I might have wanted to have a threesome with the guy? Yes. Yeah. So that's the first person I hooked up with. Okay. And it was in our bed. And it was because he slept over and my husband went to a meeting early because he slept over a million times before, but we've never really been alone like that. And um, I went to the couch, I grabbed him and I brought him to the bed and I hooked up with him. You initiated it. Yes, I know. I know. I know. You went to, holy shit. I don't think that's bad, by the way. I, I don't. No, no, no. I, it's no, pretty it's bad. bad. Oh, it's, it's, uh, but it's, it's like. That's a thing that porns are made out of. Like you can search in like we best friends, girlfriend, tension. and it'll be like yeah. the best friends like sleeping on the couch, and like the the best friends girlfriend comes over and like grabs him and brings like yeah. that's that's literally what porns yeah. are made out of. This this guy and I had a lot of sexual tension. We had shared some pretty really? steamy text messages before. Um, okay, okay. When yeah. did that happen? Just. Like over the past, like if that happened in like September or like, like what kind of steamy text messages, like pictures, uh, like, no, like we full didn't on, share like, pictures. I want to fuck you. Kind of like, I we wish, sh- I, could, I, wish I, could I wish I could fuck yeah, you. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, like, yeah, hey, what if, hey, you know, if I could fuck you, I'd probably do something like this. It's like, <laughs> a, it's like how OJ made <laughs> that, like, things. if I did do it, book, you know, <laughs> sexting, sexting, I am not new to that. That is something that, I mean, I grew up religious, that was like what. What life was was like was just sexting. Hey, if God let us fuck, this is totally what I'd do to you. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Same idea. So you get it. But this is also a different kind of like forbidden. So it was even more like sexy. And it Mm. got to the point where I was just hanging out with him when I'd go pick up a bag of weed and I would like suck his dick in the car. Mm. And that was that was kind of like what it was like pretty much all the time. And it was just him until the guy that I used to hook up with when I was 16 that introduced me to him started talking to me about the situation because we all knew each other. We're all friends. And he's like, I kind of think that you guys have been hooking up. And I'm like, I don't know what to say to that. And he's like, yeah, now I got some blackmail on you. And then it went from there. So I basically got blackmail. Not really. It's, it's really my fault. Cause I kind of pursued it a little bit, but, um, I almost, I, you might say that I got blackmailed into sucking another guy's dick. Jesus. Okay, so first of all, first of all, <laughs> that guy totally would do that. Yeah. The guy the guy that's like, uh, yeah, yeah. oh, no, wait, no, she's not into you. Yeah, wait, no, yeah. he's a, he would never be fucking into you. Fuck that guy, first of all. I'm pretty sure he was engaged at the time. Now he's married. Ugh, all right, fuck that guy. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm sorry if he's still <laughs> yeah, your he's friend. Actually, but... You know what? If, if you're listening to this, fuck you. You're an asshole, and you always have been. Okay. I agree. I don't know him, but I agree with that one. That guy's a fucking scumbag. They're yucky things to do. Yeah. Um, So, um, uh, okay. So he's doing that. Was the like? Was the idea of like the blackmail kind of hot to you? No. No. Was it kind of fucked up to you? It was kind of fucked up. You're like, this is fucked up. But and like, then I was like, oh, I didn't you really you... care because I really wanted to hook up with someone new. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, so, so, so you said separate, you kind of pursued those, those it. separate things. I did. I kind of like, we so were like, at a like bar. You would have sucked his dick blackmail or non-blackmail. That's possible. What a fucking idiot. Yeah, what a dummy. What a big dum-dum. I had already have... done it like when I was 16 years old anyway. So, 17? I don't know. 
I had already done it before. So it was like almost like I, it, uh, it's almost like I justified that one. Like I was like, it's not that big of a deal. I've no. already done it. So yeah, like, it's not even like, it's not even like I'm cheating. It's, I did it before. It's like the same dick. It's, it's not the same dick. dick. It's riding a bike. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So, so, so there's that guy. Yep. And then, so that goes on with those two guys yes. for a while. And then there ended up being two more almost simultaneously um, that I started talking to. And then a third. So it would be a total of five people that I was talking mm-hmm. to. Um, I slept with a girl that I met on OkCupid or something because there wasn't Tinder yet. Um, were you scared? So you were still in a relationship where you were on OkCupid? Yeah. Were you scared of somebody seeing you? Or was it cool for you to see girls? I could cool. I could see girls on, but online, see guys. but I can't see guys online. Like, cause I, I just, I was too scared to do it online like that. Okay. All right. That makes so more sense. Yep. I knew that if it did get found that I had a out and out. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the men that I saw were all friends. So, okay. I mean, that's kind of the theme. I like to be friends with people. Like that's, that's really where things I'm most satisfied is when I'm friends with someone first. So it's definitely something that has been a common theme throughout any of my rendezvous. So when I, I started seeing those five people and then it got to be the last person. No, one more. So seven, eight because of the girl, nine. So there was nine. Oh, yeah. So the ninth person, eh, you could get eight, nine and a half. But so you were like getting it in. I was. I was. The hell's a half? A, nine and a half? I just made out with some girl. Oh, okay. It's different. It was. I rate. thought. I thought you started like you started like counting people in three fifths vote. I was like, this person's <laughs> racist. That's like not yes, even a half. That's, that's exactly qu- what I was that's like doing. Nine and a quarter. That's not even a. <laughs> so I met the last guy I met was actually a drug dealer. Um, I met him through a friend I worked at with. This, uh, um, I worked with this girl and she was kind of like a punk raver girl, whatever. And she was like, I'm meeting this guy that I met at a rave. Of course. So we meet this guy and he, we get along amazing. Cause I get along with pretty much anyone. I'm pretty, I'm, I can pretty much have a conversation with anyone. Um, so I get along really great with this guy and we kind of hit it off and he basically tells me that he thinks I'm hot and whatever. And I don't know why I am attracted to him because looking back at it now, he's not attractive. He's a felon. He's a chain smoker and he doesn't have a license. So it's like, there's just so much going against this. How guy. does that have anything to do with his attractive? Oh, I guess attractiveness is or as a whole. Well, he's not super attractive is what okay. I'm saying. Like he's uh, also not super attractive. Physically. He doesn't look good. <laughs> yeah. He's not, yeah. he's not gorgeous. Oh man. So we started hanging out all the time and I still, I even told my husband at the time, I was like, I'm just hanging out with this guy. Like nothing's really happening and nothing did happen for a long time. And then we ended up, then he ended up introducing me to a couple drugs. So he ended up introducing me to DMT, which is hallucinogenic. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Which is intense. And I got to tell you, even though it was irresponsible of me to take something that makes me pass out in a room full of men. Uh, that was irresponsible, but I would not take that experience back for anything. It was absolutely amazing. That's so, what I hear from most people yeah. who do DMT. Um, I don't. I don't care about the the way that my life was at the time. If you ever have a chance to do it, it's incredible. And I highly <laughs> recommend it. Well, we all have a chance to do it. Just it's for the most part when we're dying. That's, yes, that's I, the chance we have to do it. Yes. Um. So besides that, I also did Molly. So slash ecstasy, whatever you want to call it, I don't care. But I when I did that, it was like this. I was at my first rave when I took it, so it was like 
so much stuff going on. It was so intense. So it was like everything was amplified again. So it was almost like I threw myself into, imagine someone who was manic. Okay. Cause that's pretty much what was going on. If we look back at all that stuff, I'm probably going through a manic episode uh-huh. yep. or at least a hypomanic episode. So imagine that person taking ecstasy. Oh, I imagine. Yeah. So, you're we're probably, talking. We're talking fireworks. You're if a I fucking had to, ball yeah. of fun. Yeah, you're probably was, the best. Yes. I met so many people. <laughs> I actually just recently deleted some of the people that I added on Facebook when I was like, "Oh my god, we're best friends." Uh, but <laughs> hey, we got magic tattoos. <laughs> yeah, don't exactly. you remember? Uh, yeah. So the best way to describe what being manic on on ecstasy is is if you're above a lake and your arms are outstretched. And your toes are dragging in the water. And now your belly button, there's like like a string that's pulling you. And you're just soaring over the water with your toes dragging in it. And the sun is on you. And everything, you're just forward propulsed, prop, propulsion forward. It is just amazing. It is just the best feeling ever. I don't recommend doing that. It's a really bad thing to do. That, that sounds wonderful, but your description... I've never experienced that. So, so then, uh, and then I got caught. So yeah, <laughs> and then I got caught. So that changed everything. So, looking back at the fact of that, I cheated on him a bunch. Because mm-hmm. let's be real, even though I said I had this double life and everything, I still cheated on him. That's what I was doing. Yeah. So, when I got caught, I thought this was the perfect. Because even when I was seeing the drug dealer guy, I started to feel like you know I don't really want to be in this relationship anymore. Yeah, because that's the appropriate time to feel that one. Yeah. <laughs> so so I got caught. Um, I got a new phone, and I left my old phone at home. So he went through my text messages, which, I mean, if you were concerned the fact that I was coming home smelling like an ashtray every night at, like, the middle of the night, the fact, like, I mean, he's concerned. It's his wife. So he went through my phone, mm-hmm. and yeah. I totally don't fault him for that at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, when push comes to shove, you got yeah. yeah, yeah. So he called me and told me to get home. And um, I got home and I was high as shit. I was so high when I, I wasn't high on like any weird drugs. I was just high on pot, but I was just so stoned because he, he was a drug dealer. He had the best shit and I got to smoke for free. So, and we, he would only smoke blunts. So it was like, it was, and I get high like that anyway. I am so, such a lightweight anyway. So I was rip roaring high. So I get home and he has to, he's asking me, he's like, I know you slept with him. I know you slept with that guy. And I was like, oh. And he's like, no, I really know. And he's like, I was like, okay. And he's like, do you have anything else to tell me? And I was like, well. <laughs> Strap in. Yeah, I was like, you want to have a seat? And he's wait, like, wait, wait, which guy? I know you slept with that guy. Wait, which one? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I was like, okay, let's, let's have a seat. I got a lot to tell you. So the last one I told him was the one about the guy that introduced us, that one. So the, that's the last one. I was like, and this guy. And he was like, are you kidding me? This, the whole, he just had a hard time grasping it. Wouldn't anyone? Oh yeah. That's a fucking atom bomb in your life. Yep. So everything changed. And, um, I was like, I don't want to be in this relationship anymore. And he was like, uh, we're going to work on it. This is going to be something you have to approach all these people. You're going to, you're going to end all the contact with these people and we're going to work on it. So then I went into this complete lockdown mode of not being able to see anyone talk to anyone um, what the fuck did he do 
Like that's his friends. Yeah. I, I couldn't imagine like well, so with that that was his initial reaction though? Like his initial reaction was Let's work on it. No, he did not. He's like, I No, like, like I'm so hurt by this. Like I can't yeah, believe Yeah, I mean that that's part of what it was. Like, why did you do this? And I was like, I don't know. Like you just asked me why I don't know. No, like I don't know if I can get over this. Never none of that. Okay. And that was kinda of, okay, okay. I'm just trying to wrap my head. Okay. And then, yeah, so then what did, how did he deal, um, sorry, before we get into, because yeah. we should we should talk about, like we were saying, that, that you were on some kind of lockdown. How did he deal with his friends? Yeah. Well, funny story. So most of the people he actually reached out and contacted. So he'd be like, hey, I know you fucked my wife or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. I know you hooked up with my wife. And um, they'd be like, uh, so then they would contact me and they'd be like, why did you tell him about me? That's literally every single one's response. Why did you tell him about me? You could have told him about all the other ones, but why did you tell him about me? What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's fucked up. So I was like, wait a second. This seems strange that this is the first reaction that you have is why did you tell him about me? Like, really? Like if I'm like, he, he's like. All of them were like, don't tell him. And I was like, okay, I won't tell him. And then, I mean, he catches me. And then I'm like, okay, well, sit down. Let's do this. And, well, yeah. I, I, I think part of it, I, I think, again, it goes back to a bit of uh, your displeasement in being so open with him and letting him do what he wants but not letting you explore yourself sexually. So you gave him the option to do mm-hmm. what he wanted and he wasn't giving you that same liberty. So I think a bit of your kind of, oh, yeah, you know about that? Well, fuck you. Yeah. Here comes this. And a lot of that is it's a, it's a, it's a rebellion against authority. It's a... Um, it's 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 a long time injustice, you know, and like little things build up in relationships where you know someone leaves the window open uh, at night, and you're like, yeah. "Why the fuck is the window open?" But really, yeah. it's like I hate the way that you always say this to me in public, and I hate the way that you do this. But I don't ever announce it, those things. It comes yeah. out. Everything the... just builds up into this fucking volcano of yeah. shit that only gets focused on this one thing. And in this case, it's sexually. Yeah. But I think it's probably it's probably a. a a multiple yeah. conglomerate of things that, that is just being acted out. But also, like you were saying, you were living a like you were living a double life, and you you're like, I'm gonna come clean and get all of this off my chest. Yes. Do you think there was some of that too, where it's like, I think oh, I was starting to come out of it when I started to see that drug dealer guy, but um the but the drugs didn't help. So it's like even though I was coming out of it and I was starting to become a little bit more aware, I even admitted to one of my good friends, good guy friends that I actually did not do anything with. Um, I was like, listen, like I, I think I'm doing something wrong. I think I am finally able to admit, I think this is actually not right. I, I think I'm actually cheating on him. So before you didn't think that you were cheating on him? No. You didn't feel like you were or did you not think that you were? I didn't think I was. Okay. I really had convinced myself when but, I tell you that yeah, I was living a double life. I mean that I had convinced myself that I wasn't cheating. Oh, so by a double life, did you did you feel like it was a like a this may be ignorant towards it, and it may be entirely wrong, but like there was almost an out of body experience that it wasn't you doing those things. It was like no, I felt like it was definitely me, but it was just like part of my life was was having a quiet, but very explosive sex life. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my god, that reads like a Showtime fucking porn. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. My bad. That reads everyone. like something that, like, when I go away on business, that I can't order. Yeah, no, I, I liked it, but uh, so okay, so so you're so then you told him about all that yes. happening, and he re- he says, "Okay, we're gonna work on this." Yep. So then, what what happened from there? So we had to uh, deal with the people. So he reached out to some of them, but the two that were the most problematic were the first two. So the first guy that I hooked up with, who I ended up seeing when I was buying weed, was uh, he got kind of exercised from all friendship. That was, I think that was really hard for him because they were really close and they used to hang out all the time. He'd come over like a couple times a week, watch wrestling, you know, that's the kind of relationship we're talking about, folks. We're talking about one that includes wrestling. But that's, that's the, you adopting, (laughs) as you mentioned earlier, that you adopted a lot of his, I adopted uh, all of his things. I used to dress up, make signs, um, be a big fan, participate on his website that he, that he created. Um, was it a wrestling website? Yeah. Yes. Did you like wrestling? I'm literally looking at your face with judgment. I can see. I'm it. not. This yeah. isn't judging. This is, I think it's. I cool. did. I really did for a I really long a nifty, time. I oh. think it's nifty. So, so, but you, but you, but, but so you, but you actually liked it. But, but, but maybe you wouldn't have been I got into, into that. It. Yeah, I, I got really into it's it. It's fun. Um, yeah, it's definitely very fun, and I, it was all the characters were great. Um, so, it was more like. The, it was more like it was you can't beat him, join him. So when I first started dating him, I was like, I'm never going to like this fucking wrestling shit. Yeah. This is awful. This is white trash. This is terrible. This is fake. So it was a long period of time, probably about six months before I even started like getting into it. But then I was like, I dove in. I was just like, okay, get me the shirts. Get me the stuff. Let's get tickets. Right. Let's hang out. Let's ha- hang out for Raw every week. Um you dove so in people's would, elbow first. People's elbow first, exactly. It, it was it was almost a swanton dive. <laughs> yes, yes, good one. Right? Yeah. That was, that was a Hardy Boys reference. Yeah, Am I was. correct it on was, that one? Yeah, swanton uh, bomb. Bomb. Yeah. So, like most of my jokes on this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but just a little bit. <laughs> uh, so. Um, so he gets excommunicated, the yes. weed dealer. Yes. So now you guys got to find a new... Friend. No, the best friend is next. The best friend is the next story. But you guys got to find a new weed dealer. That's fucked no, up. No, that's fine. I get people. Okay. Yeah. All right, all right. You, yeah, you got your connects. All right. Guy. So that's not a problem. Not yeah. a problem. Weed dealer's excommunicated. We only went through him because I wanted to go through him and I wanted to see him. Mm. Does that make sense? That makes yeah. sense to me. So I really, I really wanted to hang out with him. I really yeah. enjoyed his friendship. We listened to music all the time, Clearly. and yeah, and uh, <laughs> and I also enjoyed making him feel good. Like I, that's that's yeah. part of who I am. Is I really like to give, and when it comes to sex, it's it's a huge part of me is to give. And most of those people that I hooked up with was just me giving them oral sex. That's something that, that that I didn't realize until semi recently was uh, a big yeah like uh, the w- women that uh, really enjoy giving head mm-hmm. it's a lot of it yeah like you were saying it's the pleasure it's 
the pleasure that they are imparting into the other person. That, yeah, that it's my favorite owns thing. Owns that penis. I'm first of all, I'm fantastic at it. I'm a total champion, and I also really like to do it. So it's like that. First of all, that is necessary for you to be good at it. Is that you need to like it? Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually get angry at people who tell me that they don't like doing it. Like girls tell me they don't like doing it. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You are I, a you are a goddess when you are there. You are a goddess. You are a queen, and you will impart your excellence. Yeah. But I, I think that's a I think that's a big point to your as what you're saying earlier. I mean, it goes back to that same thing of, of wanting to be um, with somebody in in, in relation if, whether it's not a relationship, just kind of be close and kind mm-hmm. of have that companionship with somebody is. Uh, you want to please them. Yeah. Like, when you're talking to Italian guy now, you're you don't want to just please him sexually. You want to actually hit a, a point where you feel like no other woman's hit him before, and that's on a on a on a level where he's able to talk about his insecurities to you, or mm-hmm. he's able to say things to you that like, you know, you 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 mentioned something earlier that I think is a telltale um, statement where it was like, I don't think he would have called me back, or well, I don't think he would keep seeing me. He said that himself. I don't know why I keep you around. Must be your conversation and your company. What an asshole, right? It makes me angry because it's like, oh, yeah, good line. No, that's like yeah. a neg. That's like a classic it's a neg. neg. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah know, he's like, really good at backhanded compliments. Actually, every compliment. He sounds very pickup artistry. Like, he it, it does. Sounds, it sounds like, oh, like, here's one, one letter of my last name every time. You see me. I'm only at four letters, and I think I've seen him six times. I think he's gonna keep making up letters. That when, when his up. name, when his last name has seven consonants in a row, you might <laughs> know all, he's I'm coming at, up with a fake I'm one. I'm only one consonant in all vowels yeah. right now. It's really fucking with me. So it's yeah. like I don't really know. Apparently, his last name's A E I O Z. So so okay so. Uh, Friend one gets excommunicated. Yes. Uh, what friend happens two. to all the rest of the friends? The most important one is friend two. The rest of them is just are just completely excommunicated because they were not important to life at that point. It okay. was just they were kind of just people. Like okay. They weren't like close friends. Friend one and two are the close friends. Okay. I really hit them where it hurts at first. I know that's terrible. Just forget I said that. Okay. So. No, that's not. I mean, that's like, that's where, that's the place you were coming from. Yeah. And that's an understandable place. I think. No, it's still pretty terrible. I think it's, I mean... Well, okay. It's pretty bad. It's bad, but it's understandable. I think in the eye of the beholder, I I think... Don't get me wrong. It's totally... I mean, when you're in a a fruitless relationship, especially one that you feel like you're being... Almost held captive in. Yeah. uh, Through powers beyond your own control. um, And specifically, that being said, manipulation. To a certain extent, I mean, you got to swing. And you went swinging, and you went swinging hard. Yes. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's still... I don't know. It's its hard. It's because I only know you, and I like you. Yeah. So I feel like, oh, God, I want to be on her side. But at the same time, uh, I'm a jealous guy, and mm-hmm. I would be... If, uh, if my girlfriend uh, had sex with John, I would be like, dude, like, what the... <laughs> But like, <laughs> who can I cry to? I can't cry to you or him. Now what? But I'm just like I'm just as fucked up, if not more fucked up, for doing that. Oh yeah. That being as said, I actually think the friends play a, a, a much like that is so 
they're not even it, it, it doesn't come down to a, a the relationship between a friend and a friend's girlfriend mm-hmm. um, it to me is something that I personally love because I get to I feel like with friends girlfriends I get to flirt and practice my flirting skills but I don't ever intend to do anything that's where I didn't stop is I really took the flirtation to the next level because I am incredibly sexual of, as a person mm-hmm. and that is the reputation I have amongst my amongst my friends anyway so people feel like they can really let their guard down I'm I'm always the people who get the person who gets the whole like the game of kings going on where people are making out with each other and like always the person who initiates stuff like in in such a terrible way but people already know that about me mm-hmm. so when people start to flirt they start to notice that something might actually happen and then they know that something might actually happen. And it's and it's a different kind of flirtation that happens when there's possibility. It's a different kind of sexual tension. Like, is this going to happen? Is it not going to happen? What am I going to do? I have to go home. I'm not going to talk to her for a little while. And we're going to see what happens. But I, I think the thing of a, of a friend's girlfriend is that is the most... Like, let's think. You always give... Uh, and I'm, I'm sure it's vice versa the same way. If it's a friend's boyfriend. Um... You always give them a hard time. Yeah. You always rag on them. It, that's what flirting is. It's it's the pulling of the hair. It's the it's the constantly kind of being on and, and yeah. giving someone shit for it. Uh, but the onus is on you to, as the friend, to not push any further with it. As just as much as the owner on the onus is on right. her. So it's like it is a total fifty fifty situation, and. Um, <sighs> I don't know. It's it, it to me as a as the one who's trying to get out of a, or is in a poor relationship. I think almost the onus is on the friends even more so, mm-hmm. um, where sex isn't involved. You know what I mean? It's that whole like you were you you were given the ability to be openly or overtly sexual with the girl with uh, your friend's girlfriend, with your friend knowing that you don't have the intentions of ever pursuing it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm I'm coming at it in a weird angle, but I don't know. It's if... There's a different... It's almost like a contract between the friend's significant other and the friend. And it's like there's this this line that people they, they, kind of can't cross. Yeah. yeah, and they tow it, and they have, yeah. you have fun with it. But then there, are, the so, the, there are some people who cross the line. There are some people who cross the line, and I did... But a lot of people don't. But, but they, they did too. I think that's the most important. Oh yeah, part. they totally crossed Especially the line. Especially the one who is blackmailing. So what happened, it's, it's what happened to him? What happened to him? Jokingly blackmail sorry. thing. It yeah. actually turned around on its head because he got caught because he he was approached by him, and I was actually they had a conversation and I was in the other room when it was happening. And I was just like this, I was just like my hands folded in my lap and I was just like, Oh my God, I don't know what's going on in there. And I'm totally getting fucked over. And, um, I not fucked over. That's the wrong words. I'm totally getting exposed. And this is like, he, he wouldn't tell me what happened, but what I learned was he, uh, made him pay him a thousand dollars. So, he cut him a thousand dollar check. Really? What? <laughs> I'm I'm so very rarely at a lack for words. Yeah, I'm like really skeeved out by that. It's true. Oh man, I'm sorry. 
that that happened. I'm sorry you had a price tag. That's fairly low. Yeah. It's fairly low, I know. Yeah, that's fairly low. Well, what are they? They're, they're no fucking appraisers. Don't listen to their fucking price tags. But regardless... Oh, I would have signed a contract. You give me a thousand every three months for the next 30 years? Now we're talking. That's what you would have done? Okay. Yeah. yeah, now we're talking. I wouldn't have done that. I wouldn't, so, I wouldn't have come up with a monetary right, thing. Right, right. I would have fucking cried and crumbled. So fucked. myself. That's so fucking fucked the fuck up. <laughs> what... I'm laughing because there's no other thing to do. Sorry. Yeah, no, I no, I, I know. Yeah, so so that happened, and then what the fuck? How does it go on from there? They were just friends again. What the fuck? <laughs> and how long after Did- you knew that this transaction went down that you tried to leave for the first time? Uh, that was in 2013. 2012 or 2013? So 2012. You, I was in the summer of 2012. So before trying to leave him in May of 15, 2015. I tried after to leave that, a bunch of times, yeah. After that, you were still together for 3 years. Yeah. So for 3 and and that and that guy was like around and you'd like still see him sometimes. Which one? The $1000 guy. $1000 guy. Um they don't really hang out much anymore, but they now they still talk. But the first guy, there was a long period of time where they were not talking. I know it's totally fucked up. What are your feelings about the monetary aspect of it? Uh, about so what do you? Yeah. What are your feelings of the guys? Um, so the first guy, the first guy, the drug dealer guy. Yeah. Um, I think he is. I think he's actually. I think he's a good guy, but I think that he's twisted and i think he's got a lot of shit wrong with him Mm. and i think he's got some anger problems i think he has some emotional things that are not that are not completely developed yet and i don't think that that's a problem i just know that he has a hard time holding down a relationship um because he is so susceptible to flirtation and sometimes and I, i just like sometimes he still contacts me like he's still my friend so he'll contact me and since, especially since I'm single now, he wouldn't contact me before. Um, but, but he has boundaries. Yeah, seriously. Um, but he, he's with a girl right now. And um, he was texting me, kind of flirting with me, but I was kind of shutting it immediately down because I just, I don't want any part of my old life. I'm just new people, new places, new things, new everything. Yeah. So I was just leaving all of it behind. So he was kind of flirting with me. And apparently his girlfriend hacked into his Facebook and saw all the stuff that we were, we had been talking about. And um, I am so glad I didn't say anything. Because <laughs> I think he had said something to other girls. But he didn't end up, I didn't end up saying anything flirtatious back. So I was like, fuck you. I'm awesome. And I didn't get in trouble this yeah, time. Yeah. <laughs> but See, I can behave. Yeah. See? <laughs> no, it's, it's been mostly like the people that I hooked up with. I want to fuck you so yeah. bad. I think you're cool. That's Facebook. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, how's your fucking girlfriend doing? <laughs> um, so, um, okay. Fucking Jesus Christ. That That is just... I, I'm still like... I, I'm still... So, how did you feel about the whole monetary, monetary thing? Um, I was really ashamed about a lot of things after that because I like most times that I came back was very made to feel very bad about what happened. 
And keep in mind, this is a lot of people and a lot of them do not have quiet mouths. So our entire circle of friends um, is aware of all of this. So this is something that has actually gone down in a very public forum. And um, they all work at the same retailer. So it's like, and I used to work there a long time ago. So I know all of these people, we're talking about 50, 60 people that we regularly see. And all of these people are now aware of what I did. And I am shunned quite a bit. So, and it's, and I don't, I didn't mean to be like, I was just like, I just know a lot of people wouldn't look at me anymore for a long time. They wouldn't look at me in the eye. It was weird. Fuck. So like, and, but they're treating you that way. And the guys, it's okay. Is it? They, it's just not, it's, they didn't, they didn't treat them any differently. Fucking so, shit. Now, did they know of your boyfriend, your your uh, husband's um, open relationship with seeing other women? Yes, but he never did. How many women in total do you think he saw in Zero. your relationship? Zero. So he never did. Only in only in um, threesome situations. Okay. Well, plays a different role but what is that into to... the extra life of, you know, and you're like, oh, yeah. I let him. Wow. Wow. Yeah. This story keeps getting more and more fascinating. It's pretty intense. It is. No, it's already, it's already... Well, the thing is, is I allowed him to do that. He never did. I think he actually had a problem with it. I think he, because I considered myself for a very long time, and I actually don't consider myself currently polyamorous. Like, I was uh, like, I'm polyamorous, it. that's just who I am, and I want to be with more than one person, and that's just the way that I'm built, and that's, in, like, as a sexual orientation. So saying that, like, being polyamorous is almost like a sexual orientation. Being outside of that relationship, hell no, I don't want to be polyamorous at all. It is bizarre to me how much my entire outlook on relationships has changed since I'm, I've left this relationship. Why do you, why do you, why do you think that is? Uh, because I, I want someone that I fully completely connect with, which you didn't have before, but you, that's why you thought maybe you were polyamorous because you had a relationship missing something sexually. Yep. Um, I really do feel that my ex and I were best friends and I think that we would occasionally have sex and I think that we were kind to each other and we were always there for each other, but I needed some other element that I wasn't getting. So I felt like I needed to get it. And what, what did I think it was? Okay. I must, if I don't want to be with just one person, I must want to be with lots of people. So I just said, okay, I'm polyamorous. But if I saw, I was talking to a guy and I was convincing him to be one of the people that I was hooking up with, I'd be like, well, we can't tell him because if he knows, then that means we're being too blatant about it. And he wants it to be quiet. Hmm. That's literally what I'd say to people. And I, I think I fully believed it. I'm pretty sure I believed it. Yeah. Like those things are things that I completely convinced myself of because I am such a guilty person. When I, like I I fucked up one thing at some my my one of my best friend's wedding and I still can't forgive myself about it. Like something like that, so stupid. And I still don't feel any guilt about anything that I did. Yeah. But like, but you like you were saying, you were you were exploring an idea of maybe this is the way I want to experience 
uh, my romantic and sexual relationships, yeah. whatever. Um, and it's, and I think, and granted, you were put in a situation that the way that you went about it, you know, wasn't ideal. No. Everyone, you know, uh, <laughs> I fucked up. But, but, but at the same time, I think it's, I, I think, I, I think it's right of you in that time to want to explore that. And I think that you should be able to, and like you, you were just in a position that the only way that you could do that was in this way that actually had a lot of like fucked up social implications. But what's really sad to me also is the way that people, like you were saying, like you were fucking shunned by a fucking, the community you were a part of because of this, where it's like, it was explained very harshly as you might imagine by the people who had control about what people heard. Right. Plus you're, you're getting it from at this point, you know, three different people. And so, so let's say you're one of four people in the community yeah. that were involved in the situation. Mm-hmm. Three people in the community are going to spin it the way that they're going to spin it. Yeah. Oh, of course. They First, you're going sure to get you're going innocent. to get male A one, who's the the husband, who's going to spin it. Has to have to fucking weave a fucking web of lies yeah. to hide his own shame, which uh, we all do. I and then think that's everybody fair. else has to weave their own web of lies, right. and then all of a sudden, the easiest person to uh, to to weave the lies against is. The person who's, I'm doing air quotes here, but the culprit of the the situation. Mm-hmm. It, it's, yeah. That's not the it, case. It, Obviously, it takes two to tango, yeah. and, and it's 50%, 50% on, on all sides of responsibility. It, it makes sense how it happened. It's just, it, I just think it's very sad. Yeah. It's what yeah. it is. Um, so uh, we have to like wrap relatively soon, but, um, uh, but I just want to... Um, you know, I want to kind of get to get to where you are now. Okay. But um, but you said for a while you went through a period where, like, after that, that was like a fucking lockdown. Um, in 2012, yeah. Um, I was just, I couldn't do anything. I would just, I, I couldn't see anyone. I had to make sure I was telling him exactly where I was going at every point. Um, that all of my bases were covered. Um. He actually asked me for all of my passwords, um, and I initially agreed to give him all of my passwords, but I did not end up ever giving him my passwords. I was just hoping that he forgot about it, which yeah. he did, or he decided that he wasn't going to press. He decided that was like a little too far. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, that, that's, I mean. <clears throat> he wanted like my email, my Facebook, my, um, oh, my voicemail. He wants to control everything about your fucking life. Like fucking What? Man, and that that's like the thing and again it's like I'm sorry to like psychoanalyze the situation here, but like that's the fucking thing I was saying before where it's like that's the same thing of like, oh, um, we need to get you help with your yeah. issues. We need to get you help. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna we, we can work on this. It's that's like kind of the well, story of yeah. this entire life. Well it's 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 and, and that's what a, a codependent does is that they, they tend to I mean anybody People, it's easier to focus on other people's problems than on mm-hmm. your own problems. So if you're in a relationship with somebody, you're going to be more likely to be hypercritical of their actions mm-hmm. and try to solve their problems instead of going inward and reflecting on what the if there's a problem with you. Mm-hmm. So I think you know it's uh, I I certainly did that in my and I I still do that in my relationships. I try to fo- solve it so other somebody else's problems than even focus an iota on my own problems. Mm-hmm. And I think Absolutely. That's, yeah, that's, that's probably a situation that happened where he was. 
Or you look at other. I, I need to solve hers, and what's, what you look can at I other do to people's Jen. You look at other people's flaws too, not just their problems to help solve it. That's another part of codependency. You look at their flaws, and you and because you, you can't look at your own. They're yeah. like they're a part of you, and it's like, and it's sometimes it's not even like. To you, you think it's like a flaw that like you can see in yourself that like then you want to try to fix in them because you can't deal with. Your own, your own shit. It's it's, it's like being but. like she gets angry all the time. <laughs> she gets angry all the time, and you have no fucking clue that you're just this fucking ticking time bomb yourself. But I'm I, I'm uh, really happy for you that you got out of that. Or yeah, I'm I've been able to speaking to what you were saying about um, problems about other people's problems. Now that I haven't been in this relationship, I've really been able to take a look at my own problems and at my own shit, and um, really uh, really zero in on things that were really bothering me about myself. Not because I think that they were necessarily bad things. And I can look at them and say that I'd like to improve them, but it's more that it's time to just take time to be me and not anyone else and not be someone else's. Because that was a huge part of my of my identity was that I was this person's wife because that who that's who everyone knew. So because I was kind of ostracized by my original friends who really didn't want me to stay with him at all, my friends really just became his friends. So when when... The going got tough and all of that stuff went down. Uh, That entire thing went to all those friends who were already loyal to him first. So I didn't really have much loyalty to go on. You had no real support. No. No, I I definitely did not. But when I now that I've been alone and been on my own, I've been able to kind of... I still get some shit going on. Like I still get some weird <laughs> shit, but, uh, but I've been able to take my physical health into account. So since I've left, I've lost 27 pounds and, um, I've completely started this huge CrossFit venture and this crazy diet that's helping me figure out what, what I'm allergic to. And, uh, just everything has really changed. Like those things, even though you might say, well, you could have done those when you were in a relationship. Well, you might say that, but things get really tough when you don't have a complete support system and it actually ends up detracting from your possible progress. When you have somebody else around you all the time, who's dragging you down, who's keeping you from doing that, who, like you were saying, is not progressing in his life, not maturing when you want to grow up and mature and thrive and be a fucking person in your twenties, figuring out how to be an adult and a real human being in this world. Yeah. And like, yeah, totally. That's literally like, that's pretty much where I'm at right now. So hopefully I'll find someone who wants to have more than just late night sex with me and just kind of wants to take me on some dates. I thought I found someone earlier in the year. Well, not early in the year, like around um, October, November, but he doesn't really have much time. So it's like, I can't really depend on that. And Mm. it's just weird trying to meet people and not knowing what I want, but knowing what I don't want. I think that's the most important because I think, you know, especially when people are dating, the the hardest thing for them to know is what they want and you kind of yeah. you kind of have to go through hell and back to find out what you really want because uh, otherwise you're just looking at other people or other situations and going oh i think i want that or i want something like this but until you know what shit's like mm-hmm. there's no way to know what you know 
the the opposite end of shit is. Yeah, I P? mean, all I do know that I do want is I want someone who is attracted to me and who I am attracted to, who I click with mentally and who wants to spend time with me. I don't care what that time is. It could be walking outside. It could be watching Netflix. It could be having sex. It could be going to dinner. It could be hundreds of different things. But if, if that person wants to be around me and will make time to be around me, then that's what I'm looking for. So I don't know who that person is. I don't know who I'm going to be mutually attracted to because it's been kind of strange because men kind of just want to fuck. And so they kind of just find the female form pretty. So that's been kind of weird being like, you just think anything with, with an ass will work. So it's... It's kind of strange because I'm not sure what people are looking for because I'm even though I don't know what I'm looking for, I know kind of what I'm looking for. My recommendation would be if you're worried about uh, the people and the men who are just looking for one thing or just looking for sex or to find something appealing, is hold out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Make them work for it. And I think that uh, that'll show who will stick around. And then that kind of weeds out some people. And then you go, oh, oh, this person is a clinger. I got to get away. So, I mean, obviously, you run into your own, uh, you know, yeah. battles with each things, But but that's actually especially like because, you know, now you got you got the Italian guy on the side. Right. So you got the Italian guy. That's on the what you, do. you side. get fucked by that's the Italian guy. Really, and then you really hold out on idea. Mr. Sweetheart. And to see if he's really the real deal, right? Because because it's not about because it's not about it's not about. There's no shame. There's no shame in that. fucking somebody the first date. There's nothing. Um, I don't think morally wrong no. with that. But like you were saying, if you know that basically all guys want to fuck, like you know that they're all gonna want to fuck. So you got you gotta have to weed out. You gotta like put them through the gauntlet a little bit, and then make the and then it's like, all right, you actually want to stay. I know you want to fuck the whole time, but now I confirm that you want more than that too. So you get the fucking. Yeah, now you get the sex. It's like Fight you know? Club when they go inside the, the mansion. Know, they go, you're you're fat, you're ugly, and they keep waiting them for a few days. And all the people who stay, they go, okay, you come in. Yeah, because it's like you don't need it. You got the Italian guy on the side. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like I don't know, just an idea. Just throw it out there. Yeah. But I I deleted Bumble and I deleted Tinder. It's um it's it's tough because I don't know how I'm gonna. I've always been someone who met people online, even when it, MySpace was a big thing. Yeah, because that was you know that was my 15, 16, 17 year old life. Um, but. I've always been a person who met people online, so I don't know how I'm going to meet people, except I've seen people who meet people at bars, and I want to kill all those people. (laughs) Like, how? who meets someone at a bar? Yeah, I I don't, I don't, I can't, I don't understand that either. Yeah. Believe me. I've only met old men at bars. Like, I've talked to a lot of old men at bars. You have some bad luck. Or good, depending on you. Or good. He hangs out, he hangs out exclusively at gay bars, so it makes sense. Oh, you want to come to Club Cafe with us? (laughs) Going on the 20th. (laughs) Club Cafe is the most confusing thing in the world. Is it a club or is it a cafe? Oh, make up your mind, why don't you? <laughs> so, so what does the future hold for Scott you? jokes. Um, future holds for me that I, I have to slow down on my sexuality, even though I did drastically slow down to what it was. The, um, the Italian story is definitely the most exciting thing that's happening to me. But there are definitely other ones that I need to make sure I chronicle and document because this is an ongoing story. Um, but I don't know where I, I think it just ends up being me concentrating on myself. I really yeah. think that's what it's going to be. It's going to be hopefully me getting a really nice job and continuing my career and hopefully getting more fit. 
Um, the, the CrossFit gym I go to is actually writing a profile about me to put on their, their Facebook board about like, oh my God, she did such a good job. This is why we want to be proud of her. And I'm like, I want to die every time I work out, (laughs) but, but that's cool of you. And, uh, just trying to make myself better. So I keep going to the doctor, keep going to the therapist, make sure that I'm still healthy. Um, and uh, try not to sleep all the time. That's basically yeah. Because if it was up to me, I would basically stay in bed all day. Right. So. It's yeah. You can't. It's hard to uh, totally better yourself from exactly. bed all day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I would like that. Would Would you like to do my laundry? But uh, yeah, no. That that sounds great. And you you look and sound great. So it Thank seems you. like uh, you're on. Uh, you're in a good place. I feel completely different. It's so weird how everything has changed. Um, it's definitely something that was the scariest thing I've ever done in my entire life. It's absolutely the most terrifying thing I've ever done, but it was totally worth it. It was totally worth it. Okay. Yeah.